uh, when I saw Tyrod go down, I kind of realized, like, oh, I'm up next. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm the quarterback, so. What is up, Giants fans? Welcome back to another episode of Talking Big Blue with JQ. I'm here with my boy Tommy Boy, and we're here actually after a New York Giants loss. It's hard to say. I mean, there hasn't been a lot of losing this year. But it's, a, it's, a, it's kind of a check back into reality. They lost to Seattle 27-13, a good Seattle football team in my mind that just had the better game and, you know, played better on both sides of the ball. Tom, I'm sure you saw too, but it came down to better execution by Seattle and they won the turnover battle. So, you know, you win some, you lose some, but you're not going to win every game. So, Tom, how, how have you been? It's been a little bit. So, you know, we've been busy with work and everything. So how are you? Yeah, I'm good. I actually didn't really see much of the game because I had the the Knicks Cavs highlight last night for Sports Center, which started at six. So you know, I I probably saw maybe a quarter. I'll put it this way: they're six and two. I'm not exactly uh, I'm not exactly screaming the sky is falling, but no, Q said it best. This game and the Cowboys game were really just uh, you know back to reality types of games. The the Giants roster like it it isn't it isn't that good, it really isn't good. Not even that good. It just it ain't good. They they lack they lack talent really all over, you know really all over the place. Um, you can't have Richie James muffing two punts. The, the Seahawks are good, and the game was in Seattle. So if you do that, if you muff two punts, that the the game's pretty much over. Especially the way the Giants don't really Giants don't really score a lot of points even when they win. Um. It's back to reality game, but dude, they're six and two. I mean, I it could it could be so much worse. It's a it's always nice to get bumped back to reality. Who knows? Maybe they win it. Maybe they win a couple more in a row, and then they're like ten and four or whatever, and we're we're having a good time. I'm good though. I'm not. I don't. I'm not allowed to get rattled after losing by fourteen to a really good football team, and my team is still six and two. Exactly. Yeah, I wasn't <clears throat> I wasn't really rattled about it. I was just like they, they were in this game and, you know, the mistakes that happened pushed them out of the game. And and that's yeah. it, you know, and like you said, with the roster, they're not all there. It's not complete. No. I mean, you look at it, they got Slayton out there who, you know, had some big plays, but the Giants put themselves in like third and long situations like every other drive. It just wasn't a good start. And with a recipe like that, it's it's not a good recipe. So there, it's just a yeah. lot of things didn't go well, but. I'm going to say the famous line that everyone's been saying. If I was to sit here right now and be like, Tom, or before the start of the season, be like, Tom, like the Giants are going to start off six and two. I'm looking at their schedule and this is how it's going to play out. And I told you that you probably would have paused and said, what? I probably would have left the zoom. No, that's and- so mean to you. <laughs> nah. Yeah. It's listen, we're me and you are pretty much on the same page where, you know, looking at the entire year in hindsight, Danny's playing exceptionally better overall than he did the last couple of years. The team is very well coached, probably, probably one of the best coach teams in all of football, just for the fact that they've won six games already, but they just, they lack talent in, in so many areas. And, but like, that'll come with time. We, we just got to appreciate the fact that they're, they're, they're attempting to get the best out of all the guys they have. And that's what they are. The Seahawks are good. The Seahawks, if you look at the way the Seahawks have looked the last couple of years with Russell Wilson and the way they look now with Gino, you know, Gino didn't light up the box score. He had 
a little over 200 yards, two tutties, and uh, a little under 30 rushing yards. But like he, he doesn't make mistakes, and like they the team tries for him. The team plays hard for Gino and Pete Carroll's another really really good coach. Yeah, that's uh, uh, all together like really well grouped because I saw a clip. Lockett dropped like a 30 yard touchdown pass and like Gino and P Carroll both came over to him, like talked to him, like, it's okay. Don't worry. They ran like the same play later in the game in the fourth quarter and it ended up working. And that's what put him up seven, like yeah. with like halfway through the fourth quarter. So you always, you know, trust your teammates, you know, always have their backs and Seattle's a great team. And that's one of the toughest environments to play. And it was loud there. Like even listening on TV, you could tell like it's yeah. loud and, the Giants being down Evan Neal and Ben Bredesen, two of their starting right. offensive linemen. You know, you got new guys and chemistry's not as good, and you're not going to be all like in sync as one, I should say. Um, but side note, it was cool to see Nick Gates back, and Nick Gates made his return. Um, he was a part of the Saquon uh, touchdown run for the one-yard line, made a nice block, so he got a few snaps. So, uh, you know, ton of respect to him, dude. I mean, coming back from the injury he had last year, to being able just to play football again, it's remarkable. You know, the doctors yeah. in this world are something else, but you know, credit to him for not giving up. Um, so that was cool. But overall, due to the offense, like Seattle's defense was just prepared, they were ready to go. They had everything sniffed out. The the read options they ran the Giants, you know, like Saquon was kept in check. And we've said it from week one. Like, if like no team has been able to stop Saquon yet, but when that day comes, the Giants, that's going to be a game where it's going to be hard for them to win, and that was against Seattle. Yeah, and, you know, like, Saquon had 20 carries for 53 yards and the one-yard touchdown. Like, he's he's continuing to play great despite the the lack of overall production on the offensive end. Um, yeah, he got beat up. He got tackled in the backfield a lot. So, yeah, it was, like, noticeable, like, the line wasn't fully there. You know, we're not right. the best line, but. No, no, it's God, doable. no. It's. It's a, it's a, it's a good humbling, again, back to reality way to go into the bye week. They go into the bye, and then they have two at home versus Houston and Detroit. Very, very winnable games. They're gonna have to contain Detroit a little bit because Detroit knows how to score touchdowns. Um, so they're gonna have to either figure out how to how to score touchdowns themselves or contain Detroit. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. And then they play Dallas on Turkey Day, in which that's something me and you have never ever seen before. So I'm truly, truly ready for that one. I'll be, I'll be excited for that day. And you know, there's, it's the first time in three years that me and you really don't have to really dig into uh, a bad loss like this because at the end of the day, like that, you know, they're not supposed to be winning really any of these games, dude. And they, we got, we've been really fortunate that. They've won six of the first eight. And just saying that again out loud, I tried to hold back laughing every time because of when you look at who's on the team, you know, the we have a really good coaching staff. They'll they have they have two weeks to prepare for the Houston Texans at, at MetLife. I'm like sure that's, they'll be okay. The, I'm I'm sure they'll be just fine. Yeah. Um and, and the Texans don't have a bye coming up, I don't think so either. So right. So you know the bye week's kind of nice when you're not, when you're not a, when you're not an elite team, it's kind of, it, I kind of like sometimes believe it or not to kind of be humbled like this going into a bye because you have two weeks to fix literally everything you did wrong. 
you know, sometimes teams win going into a bye and they're just, they're still very confident and they're riding high, which is great. But when you, when you have a humbling loss like this, it allows you, it gives you literally four, 14 days to figure out what you did wrong, fix it, which we know Dable and, and Wink will for the team and the defense. And we'll cross that bridge when we get there. No, I, I Tom, I couldn't agree with you more. I think it, it's kind of big for them to lose this game. You know, it's not like saying like I, I went into the game saying, oh, they should lose. But it's kind of like a wake up call. You look at the mm-hmm. roster like this is how it is. And, you know, going into a bye week, too, it gives everyone like a chance to get healthy again. Like, you know, the Giants aren't a team that avoids injury a lot. They have a lot of injuries. You look at the offensive line, even on defense, too, in the secondary guys are banged up. So, you know, um, Richie James, I know he had a tough day yesterday, but, you know, he ended up with a concussion on that final punt loss that he lost. So, you know, it sucks, but. He's got some time to heal up, but just never return punts for the team I root for again. That'd be fantastic. Um, because that really, if you look at it, that puts 10 points on the board. The first time it happened, the Giants had a really nice defensive drive. They sacked, they had two back-to-back sacks. McKinney lit up Geno Smith on a third and long. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, whatever. Oh, we're getting the ball back. We'll get good field position. Richie James fumbles. It's like, all right, whatever. Ben, right. don't break the defense. They give up a field goal. And then late in the fourth quarter, we're down seven. Giants get a huge three and out. I'm like, wow, like they actually have a chance, even though feeling like the whole game, they weren't really in it. And I was like, wow, here we go. Like this might be their shot. Returns the punt again. Don't know why there's no fair catch involved here at this point of the game and why he's still out there. Fumbles it again, results in a touchdown. They go up 14 and that was it. That was it. The game's over. Um, So, you know, just mistakes that they'll learn from and they'll move on, dude. Like we said, this is a rebuilding team. We're like, we know this. Um, it's crazy that they have six wins. They fought really hard in all those games. They have, they mm-hmm. do have talent. There's a lot of good guys. Like I was looking at Julian Love yesterday. He made some really nice plays. He's a really good player. I want him to get extended yeah. next year because he's a no, free he's, agent. He's turning into a really good safety. Yeah, when I say they lack talent, it's kind of mean like on the offensive side of the ball besides Saquon, obviously, because on defense – Winks turned guys that we've had on the team for a long time, like Julian Love and even McKinney for a couple of years now. He's turning them into legit NFL players, and that's that's what you want out of a first-year defensive coordinator. Make the best out of what you have so you know what else you need to fix going forward. Speaking of the lack of just anyone on offense, there was, a, there was an update today on Twitter that I think we should talk about. It said the Giants are interested in Jerry Judy, wide receiver for the Denver Broncos, quote, at the right price. Let me ask you something. To you, what would the right price be? And should they go acquire Jerry Judy? I mean, (laughs) I would love for them to. I I think, like, they need to. Because I get it. Like, they're rebuilding. They don't want to be sending out their picks that, like, they've built now because, you know, they just traded Kadarius Toney. But yeah. why not go take that pick they got from Kansas City, take like a third and fourth. And give and, it right back. And go give ship it, right back it to, Denver. to Denver. I know yep. Denver's asking for a lot. They're probably asking for like a, a first or if they could get it or a second round. I don't want to give up a first or second round pick. Um, I mean, if yeah. you were to tell me at the end of the year, the Giants finished with like a top or like a, a 30th overall pick in the first round, I'd ship that pick out for Jared Judy. But that's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, but no, I would give up like a third and a third and a fourth round pick for Jerry Judy. I don't think mm-hmm. it kills the draft capital and it saves that first and second round pick. Those are the really two big picks. Like everyone yeah. knows that. Like the first and second round. And if you get someone really good in the third, like the Giants will still have another third round pick. 
Or if you want, send them both the third round picks and get Jerry Judy. Because you know why this team's lacking something they need. They can go into the draft and get it next year. But you know what Jerry Judy's got, and you've seen it. Right. And Dable has a connection with him back in Alabama when they were together at Alabama for a little bit. Yeah. So I wouldn't mind that all. And I think it'd be smart, but I just don't think Joe Shane's going to break the bank and try to bring him in and be like, Oh yeah, we're going to give up some value for him. Like, no, it's not going to happen. Right. Um, but I would love to see it. They need someone. And I don't want like a Brandon cooks or like a chase Claypool. Like right. I don't want guys like that. Judy's the only guy I would say, go spend some draft capital on. That's it. He was, he was spotted reportedly at Newark airport. Yeah, you uh, saw that picture, right? Was it actually like was, him? I don't know. Like, was that him? <laughs> um, I don't know. Let me look. Let me look. Let me see if I can find it. It might. It might have just been you know Twitter being Twitter, but only just you gotta you gotta kind of encourage the idea just because it just seems like at this point they're they're waiting as long as possible to get Galladay's dead cap number to a right number and then just to cut him at yeah. this point. No, I because, totally understand. Also, wait, sorry to cut you off. That's not him at the airport. It's not him, right? No. It's just Twitter. It's Twitter being stupid. Too thick of hair. Too thick of yeah, hair. It's I twi- think. So, tw- <laughs> so I apologize. Twitter was being stupid. Um, yeah, because like you, you look at Kenny got the whole Kenny Galladay situation. It's just he's he's not playing, and when he's playing, like they're not having him run run the right route. So it just seems like at this point they're just kind of keeping him along and waiting. There's no effort, it seems like, from the regime. And you kind of saw the same thing with Tony when he was healthy for that maybe five minutes of the season. Yeah. So it, it, I, I guess they're just going to wait till his till his dead cap is at a tolerable number. Then they'll cut him because nobody's going to trade him for that with, with that contract attached to it. And so when you take him out of the picture, it's Richie James, Colin Johnson, Marcus Johnson, Khalil Pimpleton, Mackay, I'm just reading their, their depth chart. Makai Polk, Wandale Robinson, and David Sills, because Sterling Shepard's hurt. And then Darius Layton. Yep. And and listen, I mean, I don't know if you saw what Kenny Galladay said the other day. He wants to be on the field, and he wants to help them win. So, you know, I, I think, like, he's got the right mindset. I just think it it wasn't meant to be. And, you know, I hope he gets out there after the bye week there, said he should be back. So maybe he makes an impact. Maybe he goes out there and catches for, like, 100 yards in a game, like we've seen him yeah, because like, I don't, I don't, no, because I don't get what the deal is. Because the 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 regime, Shane and Dable, they say, like you know, like they they think he's a great football player, and they like you know they they think he can help the team out. And then he says that he's never been a part of a ten win team, and now that they've won six of the first eight games, that's his or six of the first seven. He said it last week. That's his goal to help this team win win ten games any way he can, and he wants to be out there, like you said. And then he, he's just not Q. He has two catches for 22 yards on the year. I know. I know. I know. And he's also been benched here and there. He hasn't and been he's, playing fully. Um, he's been that's out. why I think if you bring in a guy like Jared Judy, you have to pay. A defense is not going to just be like, oh, he's on the Giants now. Like, we're not going to respect him. No, like, you have to respect the talent. And with the play call and the Giants have been able to do, they're going to get Jared Judy in space if they were able to land him. So I think that would free up a lot of opportunities for our boy Kenny Galladay, which would be cool to see because I think Kenny Galladay is still useful. I think he still can be somewhat of what he was. And I think that's what Daniel Jones needs. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, Wandale, it's, it's hard to tell on TV. It's easier to tell at the stadium when Daniel Jones misses an open receiver. Cause you know, the camera <laughs> only pans 
so uh-huh. far. It looked like a couple of times Wandale was running free. I haven't seen anything on Twitter yet. Like when people break down the all 22 film, I haven't yeah. seen anyone like screeching about it yet. So I guess that's a good thing. Um, but it looked <laughs> like Wandale was open on a few plays where he could have gotten the ball, but you know, he gets pressured a lot and your mind's probably jumbled at that point of who to throw it to. So, um, but I think wide receiver help would be needed. And listen, they're going to have a lot of cap space next year. They're not going to go out and break the bank and go sign a lot of players. I think, I think they'll do smart things, but I think if you bring in a guy like Judy, you can focus on the draft on other needs, like a defensive linebacker, like in the first two rounds, they can get a stud linebacker and maybe like a a very good offensive guard. And then you can call it a day and go on from there. You know, those are the two biggest positions. I think it's the interior offensive line and a good linebacker that actually plays in Wink Marindale's system. So they can do that. They'll be fine. That's why I'd be willing to give up like even two third round picks for Jerry Judy. Screw it. Two third yeah, rounds because third and a fourth. Because you have Jerry Judy. The Broncos have Jerry Judy under contract until 2025. Yeah. If you if you go and get a guy like that, it's he's only his salary is a little under four a year. That's something that the Giants can afford, especially next year. And like you said, getting him. And then if, I don't know, giving Galladay some of Michael's secret stuff from Space Jam, and then he all of a sudden is what we thought he could be, that's two guys you automatically have to worry about. Plus, Saquon will keep doing what he's been doing. That would be an offense that would cause a lot of headaches for a defense. So Right. And then the defense is obviously playing as well as they've been playing, even though they gave up 27 points. But those 10 well, – I think you, I think you said it, it was 10 – 10 yes. points were from the muff the punts. First, the first fumble resulted in a field goal because they were in the red zone. They were automatically exactly. in the red zone both yeah. times. And then the second That's... time, you know, it's late in the game. They're already down yeah. seven, like five minutes left. Kenneth Walker broke like four tackles and just slammed yeah. into the end zone. That's not even on the defense at that point in my No, opinion. they played well. They like the first yeah. couple drives, they had a bunch of three and outs and they held the fourth down. Like, dude, they, they played really well. Leonard Williams looked good. I didn't hear yeah. much of Dexter Lawrence's name, which I was surprised about, but. I, you know, it's it's the same thing. Some calls don't go their way in the penalties, which bothers me. But, you know, it's a part of the sport. You're not going to get every call. So, nope. um, but no, I just think it's you got to score to win. And, you know, that's the final line. And you got to your offense has to be on the field to attempt to score. And when you fumble the ball, it's not good. If you if you lose the turnover game, you're not going to win a game. That's all I have to say, really. So, yeah, third downs and turnovers. Yeah. If you lose those, you are not winning. I promise you that. No. It's really not much more to talk about from the game itself. You know, they're going into the bye. They'll figure some things out. Hopefully this two-week break gives Galladay a chance to be healthy because I guess he's also been hurt this entire time. I I I think I keep getting sidetracked in the fact that, like, you know, like him and the regime aren't getting along or whatever, but he's also been hurt. So hopefully he's back in two weeks. Giants write the ship and we'll uh we'll cross that Houston game when we get there. Yeah. Um, and not to look too far ahead, it's Houston, Detroit, and then Dallas. I mean, two winnable games and then a tough division game, but you know it's a division game, so anything can really happen. So it's a favorable schedule this year. It's still, you know, and then they play Washington twice still. They gotta play Philly twice. They gotta play Minnesota, who's a very good team, and then Indianapolis, who's not a very good team. So my nightmare is if they is if the Giants and Vikings are both still pretty good by that game and they flex it to a primetime game, you will have Daniel Jones, who is 0-9 in the primetime, versus Kirk Cousins, who's 2-37 in primetime games. So it's going to be a tie is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be like 4-4 um, somehow, two safeties yeah. each. 
Yep. So, but yeah, we'll see. Listen, one week at a time. We'll enjoy the bye week. We'll do something around the bye week to keep it interesting. I know we haven't recorded since the Ravens uh, recap because we've been very busy with our, our our full-time adult jobs. You know how it is. Yeah, uh, but it's always fun the, to the chop it up a little bit, Tom, on uh, Talking Big Blue with, with the fellas, I'm going to say right now, with the fellas. <laughs> um, but no, it's been good, dude. Everything's been good. This season's been a lot of fun. You couldn't have asked for a better first half. Um, but just a wake-up call. Like, the roster's not there, so the fans got to realize that. They're not going to win every game, and they're not going to have a fourth-quarter comeback every game. You know, it, it's, right. it only makes it harder on Daniel Jones when you and I are in the sly and being like, yo, I don't know the play, but I'm just going <clears> to <throat> run straight, so hit me. You know? But I – uh. I saw something when I went up to my when I went up to my highlight producer yesterday to uh, just go over the, go, go over the Knicks Cavs game. The Giants game was on the, was on the TV right there, and the stat popped up that they were four and zero when trailing in the fourth quarter, going going up to that point. Obviously, the game simply did not go that way, but the team fights hard. The team tries and. They were in it till the end. They were they were down yeah. seven with like eight minutes left, and you know then the fumble, and that's it. So. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of season left. Yep. Yeah, I know. And I, honestly, I've already had enough heartaches and close moments and anxiety. It feels like attacks. Um, yeah. So listen, Tom, we'll just get ready for the next one as fans. I mean, I'm going, so it'll be fun. Houston will be a good one. I'm sure the crowd will be roaring and ready to go because i don't think they like losing anymore i don't think giants fans like losing after starting six and one i'll tell you yes i was i was pissed for a little bit but yeah you, you realize how the game went and why they didn't win so it's like okay move on i'm not gonna be like in 10 years oh you know man this game man you know 2022 they didn't win because of this no just get over it move on they're not perfect no one's perfect no one's perfect that's all i got we'll see you guys next time all right sounds good everyone enjoy your week no victory monday this week but six so far this year is pretty damn good so everyone enjoy it is yep everyone enjoy enjoy the bye week and we'll see you guys soon peace out later